0: Lock on. Lock, 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 lock on. Lock, 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 on. Lock. Lock on Cowboys. Lock
1: on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir?
0: Not much. It's, uh, again, we've commented on the uh, unusual uh, destabilizing nature of these weeks. Uh, and so mm-hmm. we are sitting here on Thursday, which is Saturday, uh, looking at our game tomorrow. So we are doing our game preview because uh, it is that time. And, and we have a precious few hours before uh, the Cowboys take on the Bears uh, in up in Chicago.
1: Yeah, I hate to break it to you, but
0: today's actually Wednesday, not Thursday. Yeah, I, uh, I, I know the week. I didn't mean. I didn't mean precious few hours. Like it's happening. <laughs> I know it was Wednesday, but I, but uh, this, it's That's what I was saying. It's Wednesday for Saturday. It's our. It's our. Uh, yeah, yeah a, a sour, gotcha. It's yes. It's over twenty-four it's, it's hours. Wednesday for Saturday. Yes. Yeah. But it's okay. still. still precious few hours, Marcus. It may be you know twenty-nine hours, but they're still precious and. Few. Man. Is-
1: these Thursday-Thursday games are just – they always mess you up so much. I mean, but, everything. Uh, we should be used to it by now. We're not. We're not.
0: I, because that's yeah, the other thing, not. too, is that it, before I don't think it was like that. Before, like years and years when the Cowboys were the only te- – one of the only teams that always played on Thanksgiving with the Lions, it's just that they disrupted the schedule and, and you just had a weird week, right? But, like, right, this right. this getting used to a Thursday followed by a Thursday, that this has actually been harder than kind of – what has seemed normal to us for all these years, which is just playing on Thanksgiving. Uh,
1: and I can't imagine how difficult it is for the players because normally when you play that short, you know, you have the the short week when you play Sunday to Thursday, you get to 10 days to recover. Uh, you don't get that here, right? You have to you gotta be I, yeah. ready to play another game in seven days. And not in the Cowboys case, you got to be ready to go on the road and play a game. So it, this is a really, really tough stretch. Yeah,
0: I thought that I really don't, didn't necessarily like the uh, uh, addition of uh, – of this kind of extra Thursday to to smooth it out because I think it extend, extends the amount of time that you actually get that long rest that you need after playing on a short week the first time, you know? So Yeah, see, this is where I wouldn't mind the, the schedule makers making
1: it for the, the teams that are playing the, you know, Sunday, Thursday, Thursday to just make all three of those home games for, for the Cowboys. I, I know some teams would probably complain that it's an advantage, but it's such a disadvantage when you've got to play uh, a road game, home game, road game. I mean, that's that's pretty uh, tough schedule to go. And through. they've had
0: worse versions of this too, where they've had to travel long distances on those road games, and it's yeah, it's yeah, it's really really not super well thought out. I, I don't think. Well, you you think about this one? They
1: played in New England on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, right? Because they played the four twenty five Eastern game, so they probably didn't get back until what? late Sunday night turn around play Buffalo at home now they got to go to Chicago Uh, I mean it's certainly this this is a tough little road stand for the Cowboys they got to figure out a way to get a win Uh, and that's what we're going to preview today we're going to preview the Cowboys matchup with Chicago Uh, it's certainly not a must win game on the you know in the standings because Dallas could lose these next two games and it really doesn't matter but I do feel like it's a must win game to get back on the right track if, if that makes sense so uh, let's go ahead and start our preview, Landon. Uh, I want to talk about the Cowboys' offense against the Bears' defense. Uh, it's going to be uh, some fascinating mass- matchups here. Uh, obviously, you have Khalil Mack against Tyron Smith. That's maybe the premier matchup. Uh, but I'm looking at Chicago's secondary against the Dallas wide receivers, and I want to start there. It doesn't appear Prince of Mucamera. their top cornerback, is going to play. Uh, how can the Cowboys take advantage of this Bears secondary on Thursday?
0: Well, that's yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but of course I don't. Uh, that's bad news Bears for them uh, because nice. uh, the, they they really were struggling with depth at the defensive back position, specifically the cornerback position. Uh, with even with Amukamara, and frankly, I mean, look, I know he's had a little bit of a career resurgence there but the fact that prince amukamara was the guy that you were holding out hope for playing this week is not necessarily yeah. a, it's kind of more of an indictment on your on your quarterback talent really more than anything else so uh yeah the fact that he's not there and he's their top guy uh it just makes it the the coverage responsibility fall further down their depth chart which you know includes guys who have played less than i think you know one of the guys that was the backups has played less than Thirty snaps, right? And then, and then, what right, are- we were talking
1: about this pre-show is Chicago doesn't rotate their backs. Yeah. You know, the defensive backs at all. They have five guys that have played uh, at least five hundred and fifty snaps. Nobody else on their team has been over 40. Yeah. Uh, Deion Bush is the next highest. So they just don't have a lot of guys that have a lot of experience. And, you know, maybe that's where the Cowboys can take advantage.
0: They're kicking Kevin Tolliver down there, is, is probably one of the guys who's a backup. And then they also have Duke Shelley. But they also, I mean, because they just don't have good depth there, they've played some of their backup safety, uh, DeAndre Houston Carson, as a cornerback as well. And, and so I, I think. My point was that 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 definitely indicates a, a huge talent disparity, I think, and the Cowboys mm-hmm. should be able to find a way to take advantage of that in coverage or lack thereof. Yeah, e-
1: even with the Mugamara, I think the Cowboys had the yeah, advantage. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I know Kyla Kyle Fuller has been a good cornerback in the league, but he hasn't played particularly well this year. Uh, assuming Amari, and Cooper, or sorry, Amari Cooper, Gallup, and Cobb are all healthy, I would think the Cowboys could take advantage. Where the Bears are going to get in trouble here – is if they have any kind of injury with you know one of their five defensive backs outside of Mumu because they just don't have a lot of depth. Uh, their safeties are good. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix and Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson's the free safety. Uh, you'll see Clinton Dix playing in the box. But I don't feel like Dallas is afraid of these guys. I don't think there's one of these guys where you have to avoid. Um, so my question to you, Landon, is this. Do you expect Dallas to stay in a lot of 11 personnel in this game and challenge those defensive backs?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that if they feel like they can, uh, you know, throw effectively uh, in the weather, which, yeah, I mean, it's going to be windy, but I don't know that it's going to be wet necessarily, which, you know, I think that that is enough that the Cowboys can feel comfortable throwing the ball. Uh, And, and, you know, really, even with a short passing game, you know, I think that they're going to be able to take advantage of these guys. I I personally would uh, because I I think that you're also kind of limiting – where a lot of their talent is, you know, I think they have a lot of talent yeah. with Goldman and 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 Williams inside, uh, and then you know Floyd has not had a an a, a incredible year, but he's had a, a very very good year. He's really rounded out since Mac has arrived. Uh, is
1: that somebody you get you're nervous about with Lyell? Because it does appear to the guys that typically do beat or are ones with speed, uh, and he can bend the edge. Are, are you nervous about that matchup at all?
0: I I think that you know in, in the past. Uh, for sure you know certainly I mean I I, I think you know he he's struggled with that kind of player I think the thing that he's really improved on at such a high level this this season is his patience and his ability mm-hmm. to wait wait on these guys so I, I have a little bit more trust there but I would say that you know normally naturally that is something that you know the players have taken advantage of they just haven't done so as much this season All right, let's
1: take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the Cowboys' offense against the Bears' defense.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, Landon, I want to talk about the linebackers for Chicago because I do think, you know, I think that's a spot the Cowboys might be able to expose them. Uh, Roquan Smith is obviously somebody that we respect a lot. Uh, somebody we talked about a ton in the 2018 draft. Uh, he's still kind of working his way into the player he's going to become. Uh, but outside of Roquan, uh, they don't have Danny Trevathan in this matchup. Uh, the other linebackers I don't love. I know uh, I know they've got some solid play out of uh, Nick Kukowski, I think is his name, but... Uh, but how do you expect the Cowboys to attack these these Bears linebackers?
0: I you know honestly I don't know that the the Bears linebackers are as weak a group as, I mean I think the Kwiatkowski, from what it sounds like has really had some decent seasons not only this year but a couple years ago too. Uh, talking to a couple Bears guys they 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 like him, um, you know and I think that. It, you know, I think that R- Roquan Smith has been good, but not great. But I don't know that this is necessarily uh, a, an area that you you are going to take huge advantage of. You know, I think that I, I think maybe you could get uh, Kwiatkowski a little bit in coverage, and, and just because he's not that like he's not that guy. But I I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that you know this is not like uh, some of these other teams that we faced this year that that don't have any talent at the linebacker position and are, have huge targets on them for me. I I would continue to focus, uh, on getting the ball outside because I think that's where the biggest, you know, mismatch advantage is going to be. Um, I, not that there isn't hay to be made you know, against the linebackers. I just don't know that it's as much, you know, especially when you add in Clinton Dix, who's having a pretty good season as, a, as kind of the strong safety role. Uh, you know, the, the middle of the field, that, that area is not as uh, susceptible, I think, as some of the previous teams that we've played uh, these last few weeks. Really
1: quickly, I want to talk about the interior of Chicago's defensive line. Uh, Noah Keem Hicks, he got injured early in the season. Uh, he actually practiced this week, but he's not eligible to return. Uh, they, I mean, Eddie Goldman is still a really good nose tackle. But are you worried about the Chicago interior, uh, you know, defensive line against you know Xavier Suafilo, Travis Frederick, and Zach Martin?
0: Uh, I mean, Xavier Suafilo for sure. Yeah, I mean, just because I mean, I think Vic you know, Williams has had a really. Uh, uh, Solid uh, season with more snaps. It seems like you know. I was I was mm-hmm. just talking to you about him yesterday with with some friends about how you know the guy played what twenty eight games and 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 didn't record a single snap, uh, sack, uh, and has played twelve games and only two games as a starter so far for the Bears technically, and has six sacks and he's like the second leading second leading player on their team. So I, I mean I think it's it, this is about a, a guy who I they they've discovered is good and that, as they've given him more snaps. They've realized, oh yeah, this guy is good. So uh, I, I worry about that kind of matchup against Sufilo. I mean, I think Eddie Goldman is a guy who is a uh, you know we, we, I think we all looked at Eddie Goldman when he coming out of the draft. He's a power player, uh, a nose tackle type. He's just hard to move. He's hard to move he's and huge. he's huge, and he's just any. He, but he also can give you something a little bit of, you know push in the pocket as well. So I certainly worry about him with Suofilo, um you know, on that side. I think for the Cowboys, and that's why again I think that they need to find a way to focus on on attacking the outside. I think Suafilo, uh, you know, isn't moving Goldman anywhere, isn't moving Williams anywhere. No, but maybe he can hold off Williams long enough to get the ball out to Cooper and, and let him uh, have you know Fuller try to tackle him or have uh, 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 Scrine try to tackle uh, Cobb. You know, I, I I I like those advantages better. Than something where I'm asking Suafilo to move any of those defensive tackles. I mean, like you know, even uh, uh, Robertson or was it Robertson Harris? Like even yeah. he's like, a, yeah. I mean, a decent player as far as like you know, attacking a, a, an offensive front. And I, so I have that's the thing about adding Suafilo to the lineup is it, it adds doubt uh, in all the matchups that you put there. I, I just don't know. Um, You know, I I think there's a number of guys that could give on the Bears defensive line that could give him trouble.
1: If you had to guess which receiver has the biggest day, which one would you say?
0: I I think Gallup because they're gonna because they're gonna focus so much on trying to stop Cooper, Um, and I think that it's gonna leave Gallup uh, alone against a a greatly inferior uh, competition, uh, just because the, the by proxy of all the you know the down down roster. Uh, play that they're going to have to have. So I, I, yeah, I, think I, I, I think Gallup. I think they're going to focus a lot on stopping Cooper, and it's going to be to Gallup's uh, uh, benefit.
1: Uh, I'm going to say Cobb. Cobb has had some massive games against the Bears, specifically in Chicago. He's going to be used to playing in the cold. Good point. Uh, I think he's a better player than Buster Screen. Would not be surprised if the Cowboys use a lot of play action try to get him in the middle of the field, matches up against some of those linebackers, uh, and make some plays. Just don't be surprised if this is one of Cobb's bigger games. Um, Let's pause real quick. We'll come back. We'll talk about the Cowboys' defense against this Bears' offense.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
1: All right, Landon, uh, the Cowboys will be facing Mitch Trubisky this week. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd be lying if I say I, I wasn't nervous because we saw last week the Cowboys turn Josh Allen into Joe Montana. Uh, I, how do the Cowboys try to stop Trubisky this week?
0: Well, I think you, you attack the uh, position group that features a, a, a player with the last name Coward. Uh, the offensive line to me is uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty it's, bad. It's not great, not great, Bob. Uh, you know, and, and and that's the funny thing is that it had, you know, I, I, they lost long at, early in the season. Um, Cody mm-hmm. Cody Whitehair, I just doesn't look. The offensive line just doesn't look the same as it has pre- in previous seasons. And even the guy like Cody Whitehair, who I think is a good player. Has not had a good season this year.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way with James Daniels. I like James Daniels coming out a lot of the draft. I think it was the 2018 draft, but he hasn't been as good as maybe a lot of people were anticipating. Yeah, I, 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 th-
0: I think I agree. I also think that he's playing out of position at guard. I think he should be a I he should be a center. He's a center. Yeah. So the I problem agree. is that so now you've got kind of two undersized players uh, that are not playing up to their abilities, um, and then it, it, it kind of a, 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 a hodgepodge of of. Other players, you know Charles Leno, who's been a guy who bounced around the league, at different at different spots. I literally don't know who Coward is, Rashad Coward. I don't know who that guy is. So he's uh, that's an unfortunate last it is, name. It is, and maybe maybe it's Coward or something like that. But it's nah, but I'm going. We're calling we're him calling Coward. him Coward. Um, uh, and so I, I think that, and look, not that Mitch Trubisky is lighting the world on fire, anyways. But I think that the the, the key here is to get p- pressure on him, get him rattled he is not someone who is going to sit in a pocket and disable you uh, if you're going to get him uh, in the uh, if you're going to hit him re- repeatedly he you know he's struggled to to read defenses he's struggled to do more than just uh uh, uh than just you know kind of operate in that offense that made him comfortable the kind of uh, rpo based quick pass qu- quick decision predetermined read uh, uh, offense and, and and when he gets back there and has to read defenses, that's that's when he's in trouble. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I, hopefully the Cowboys can get off. You know, I, I mean. I'm, not likely to happen but hopefully the cowboys can get off to a start early start and then kind of you know make them throw the football i mean frankly even if they have to run the football they're one of the worst running teams in the nfl uh yeah. and i can i think it all goes back to i mean they just have no talent on their offense like uh, Ro- robinson is really the only uh alan robinson is really the only super talented player on this team even Tariq cohen and he may- I was gonna say
1: Robinson makes me nervous. I and mean, we can talk talk about him really quickly. I, I think he's still a star. I yeah, mean, my absolutely. Goodness. If you watch him week to week, he is incredible. His quarterback play has kind of caused him his stats to regress a little bit. But my gosh, that guy's just he's he's incredible. Uh, although, he's incredible. I was gonna say the only other guy that I would mention would be Anthony Miller, who was starting to play better over the last couple weeks. Uh, so I do like their number one and number two. I also think it's noteworthy that Taylor Gabriel, their number three. Who is really a, a high, you know, a better version of like a tavon Austin? Can run the gadget stuff. Can also make plays in the passing game. He's I don't think gonna play in this one. He's got a concussion, uh, so they're gonna be really limited as to what they can do. The receivers, their starting tight end uh, is actually out. Trey Burton's out for the season. Their backup Ben uh, Brnecker, I believe is his name. He is out. Uh, you know, on offense, it's probably gonna be Cordero Patterson. Is that number three receiver? it's a pretty banged up group on offense.
0: Yeah, and it's and it, that's the thing is they just don't have the horses on offense. there's just not a lot of talent there. And again, you're totally right about Allen Robinson. The problem is is that wide receiver more than maybe any other position is dependent on a certain on a certain amount of of the other players that are in your uh that are that are around you you know you need an offensive line to block you need a quarterback to get you the ball uh and right now he doesn't have really either of those things so the cowboys need to you know kill the offense at the root and then robinson won't be as much of a problem as long as they're not giving him any opportunities to get the ball
1: oh no i just figured out that this is going to be the riley ridley game right he's played four snaps all Mm. season long and this is going to be the game riley ridley explodes for what, like four catches for 80 yards of a touchdown and that's all i'm going to hear on twitter right that, that's it's bound to happen I, I i can just i can feel it right now in my bones
0: uh yeah i mean don't don't don't, don't curse us like that it's 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 not going to happen
1: Poor, his brother will send me a DM about it later. Probably, um, yeah. Uh, me, I
0: mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll personally call his brother up and be like, hey, you should hit, hit up Marcus, man, because he was, she's been <laughs> trashing your family from Jump Street. Yeah, That's very true.
1: A uh, couple more notes on the Bears offense. Uh, right tackle Bobby Massey, he is not going to play in this game. He has a high ankle sprain. Uh, so their tackles um, are Charles Len- Leno Jr. and Cornelius Lucas. <laughs> um, do those guys scare you against the Marcus Lawrence and Robert Quinn? Uh,
0: I mean, I hope that Lawrence doesn't hurt himself with one of the many sack dances that I'm sure he's going to do. Uh, yeah. I, no, I look, I, I shouldn't be like that. I, I, no, I, I mean, first of all, Charles Leno, I, I feel like we know exactly who that guy is. I've seen him, a lot, him play a lot. So, uh, yeah, I'm not concerned about him at all. I think Quinn very well might eat him up. Uh, and and yeah, Luke, Lucas, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, very similar situation. Lucas, I don't think, has ever been good. Uh, so, I, no, I, I, I mean, Leno no, has been, you know, okay at times, but I think it's getting on in years. Lucas, I don't think, has ever been good. So, uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot of opportunity. Trubisky, look, Trubisky's going to want to get the ball out quick. And and, and, yep. and that's, you know, that's going to that's gonna mean that the defense is going to need a rally and tackle. Uh, I, I, you know, I trust the defense at least on the outside. You know, with Jones and Lewis and Awozie, I trust those guys to make tackles. You know, and so, yeah, so, see,
1: in this game, this is where I'd love to see the Cowboys adapt to more of a. I mean, they play a lot of cover one, but use a lot of cover zero in third down situations. Sure, because, because they don't have time. They don't have I, time to block it up. You know, they they can't prevent it. Right. They they don't they don't have the time to block it up. I love Allen Robinson, but his game is not beating yeah. teams down the field. Yeah. Uh, If you put Byron Jones on him, which that's the side he lines up most of the time, I actually feel pretty good about that matchup. Uh, The the question I was going to pose to you, Landon, what do you do with Trubisky and his running ability? Because he likes to get outside the pocket. He likes to extend plays. Uh, He's actually a pretty talented runner. Do you try to spy him? Do you try to blitz him? Do you try to play contain? What's the best strategy for stopping Mitchell Trubisky?
0: I think, you know, a lot of the kind of – what they call it green dogs, where it's the mm-hmm. the linebacker uh, playing in coverage until the, the the quarterback breaks the pocket, and then he becomes a pursuer. Um, you know, and, or just you know a read. It, basically, it's a it's kind of a slow read blitz, essentially, where you 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 have an agreed upon cues with your defensive coordinator. Okay, when you see this, that's when you go. Uh, I you know I think something like that with Jalen Smith would work really well because I, I think I, I think that you know you can you know, he can get through the the middle of the line. Uh, potentially as a blitzer and hurt Trubisky, um, yeah, maybe not literally hurt Trubisky, but hurt, hurt, hurt his ability yeah. to read the field. Hurt his yeah, and, and at the yeah. very least, put pressure on him to get out of the pocket and make moves, and run. Now, now you still need your the rest of your back end to be aware of this because you know Trubisky might be able to sl- take an angle on Smith and get outside and you know that sort of thing. But again, like this is not a team filled with uh, a bunch of talented. Uh, uh, you know, I, I worry about Robinson. But I don't know that they had a lot of talent out there to kind of make things happen like that, even with Trubisky rolling out. So they need to find a way to contain him. It's kind of that mush rush where you you, you squeeze him in the pocket. I don't know that he's Russell Wilson, but I think that you don't don't want him just running out of the front of the pocket and uh, picking up easy yards to keep drives alive.
1: I I have a... Good feeling that we're gonna know like within the first quarter how this game is gonna go. If if Trubisky is struggling to to move the chains or you know the Cowboys aren't letting him outside the pocket, I mean I, I would think the matchups would favor Dallas on the defensive side of the ball as well as on offense. We just talked about the Cowboys receivers against the Bears corners. Uh, it, it does appear that the Cowboys have some favorable matchups in this contest. Um, Lena let's
0: go ahead and make our predictions. Who do you have winning this game and why? I mean, I, I'm having a hard time picking the Cowboys because it just—it's. I mean, I, I, it's. There's a level of a lack of trust at this point, you know, because of. I, yeah, um, I agree. Um, I, I do think that the. I mean, on paper, to me, this this lines up for the Cowboys to win I, I, because they have at least ostensibly something to play for. I think that there is a talent disparity here. Um. And I think that the the team's embarrassed. You know, I think the 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 Bears kind of have on again, off again, lost steam at different points throughout the season. For the Cowboys, mm-hmm. you know, like they are still very much playoff eligible, and so their six and six is completely different than the Bears' six and six. Um, and so they have a lot more, I think, to play for than just pride. You know, they need to prove to themselves on a certain level. That they can, that they can pull this together. You know, like I mean, I, yeah, I just I they need to start doing it now if they're going to make any. You know, like there's still a possibility that they could do something in the playoffs, but they need to start the process of getting it together now, or they're just not going to be able to do it in time. So I, I think that the, it starts this week. Maybe it starts getting a little bit better this week. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys um, reluctantly, frankly. Uh, yeah. I don't really I don't really have a score I'd probably I'm gonna say high 20s 28 24.
1: It, it does feel like if the Cowboys are going to make any kind of run you know over the next month they have to look good in this game I don't even think necessarily just win I think they have to look good they need to look sharp and crisp and I listen I, I hate on Jason Garrett a lot but one of the things he does pretty yeah. well is coach a team that has their back against the wall. Yeah. Uh, from everything that we've kind of read and heard over the last couple of days, it sounds like they've had some pretty good practices, that they've been pretty upset with the way they played over the last couple of weeks and that they've been uh, going hard the last couple of days. Uh, they're fairly healthy going into this game. I expect it to be a close one. I do expect the Cowboys to win at the end. I, I just think they're a more talented team yeah. a healthier team. Yeah. I, I don't expect it to be pretty, though. So I'll, I'll say – 20-17 to 17 in an in a ugly Thursday night game. Uh, we shall see what happens. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Lane at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys, And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.